Welcome to Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today I wanted to talk about the five biggest marketing mistakes that I see medical and surgical weight loss practices make. And no judgment here. I, of course, have made these same mistakes myself, and I am blessed with getting to work with practices all across the U.S., some that are just starting out and are smaller and others that are really quite large with a multi-million dollar gross revenue. So I see it all, but these five uh, common marketing mistakes are a thread that you can see no matter what practice it is. So the first one is to have a wrong focus or lack of a focus. So sometimes you can check the box that your social media post was made or an ad went out or an article was written or whatever it is that you're doing in terms of your flurry of activity, but does it really have a focus and a purpose? So sometimes people are just putting things out there because they know that someone told them you should have three to five posts per week or five posts a week or seven posts a week or whatever they're listening to. Uh, but the bottom line is there's no real focus. So anytime that you're making a marketing message, you should know what's the focus, what it is that you want to promote. Is the message that you're sending going to attract the ideal patients that you want in your practice. So you want to make sure that you're identifying what it is they're searching for, what the greatest pain points are. You want to make sure that you're highlighting uh, also uh, why uh, information about your practice that helps to solve that practice. So your messages and your focus should all have a common goal. So they have to have a goal and you can modify that of course over time. I work with some practices where one month we're focusing on self-paced surgery. The next month we're focusing on retail sales. The Next month we're focusing on medical weight loss. So you can do it a lot of different ways, but you need to know what is your uh, goal for your message that you're sending out there. What is the goal of your marketing campaign and the posts that you're putting out there or the advertisement that you're putting out there or the articles that you're writing or the blogs. So we want to make sure that there is that focus and that it's the right message for the right people. The second mistake that I see is no call to action. So you may be really great at putting out wonderful information for your patients or creating great advertisement, but what is the call to action? What do you want them to do next? Do you want them to make a call to your office? Do you want them to make an inquiry online? Do you want them to text someone who's uh, managing some of your incoming uh, leads that are coming in? Do you want them to watch a webinar? Do you want them to come in for a seminar? Do you want them to purchase a product? Do you want them to purchase an online service? service or an on-site service, what is the next action? So we need to make sure that there's some sort of a call to action for everybody, even if it's download this free resource. There's so many different calls to action, but you want to make sure that there is that call to action on every single message that you put out. And it doesn't have to be in your face sort of a thing. It's really something that if you go about it as what do they need to hear, how can I best serve them, you'll end up getting the right people coming in and they'll want to make the next um, make the next move in terms of working with you. So having a clear call to action is really important. The third mistake is leaving all of your marketing to somebody else. Now I know as clinicians, this is not something that we are taught in uh, school. It's something that we kind of avoid. It's not something that we wanna do. We think marketing equates to being salesy. But once you kind of understand a bit about what will work for your patients that you want to attract and realize that you're serving them in a really powerful way, marketing doesn't create, doesn't be, doesn't remain such a mystery. It also remains something that, or becomes something that you get kind of enticed about and you want to be included in. So even if you don't want to be doing the marketing yourself, and I don't think clinicians necessarily need to be doing that, you need to make sure that you're not just leaving the whole thing up to someone else, meaning that you're just saying, hey, could you go ahead and make sure that we have posts out 
out there uh, seven days a week? Could you make sure that we have our a reel done? Could you make sure we have um, uh, advertisement out there, wherever it is that you're putting it? Make, leaving it all to someone else without knowing uh, that there's what the bigger picture is and what your goal is of your marketing campaign is a big uh, mistake. So I have done that myself, just thinking, oh, I just want to get that off my plate. I just want someone else to do it for me. Um, which is, uh, even when I run marketing campaigns for a practice or my team and I do, uh, it's, it's something that has to have the involvement of the team. We may do the, the actual actions that go along with it, but it has to really play into the bigger picture and the goals that that practice has and that that uh, practitioner or the owner has. So uh, that's an important thing. It's not just leaving the entire thing up to someone else and just scratching it off your list. The fourth biggest mistake is ignoring internal resources or talent that you have. Having your practice share your uh, vision and also share your personality is best done by some people in your practice. And also it can save you some costs from having to pay someone outside the practice to do it. You can integrate it into someone's role. If you can kind of identify someone who has a knack for social media, provide them with some training. We do this all the time in membership. We train team members how to do it and they start doing it. It's really anxiety producing at the beginning, but before you know it, they catch on and they are posting like crazy and they're attracting the right patients to their practice because they are showing their personality and why it is that they are bet the best solution for that particular person. So don't ignore internal resources. Uh, I can almost bet that there is someone in your practice who has a talent for, for uh, helping with this. So the fifth biggest mistakes is not measuring your return on investment. I am amazed and I've done it before. We're all busy. We just figure I've got this budget set aside. This is all going to happen. It's just going to work on its own, but I don't need to measure it. So we all need to measure return on investment. I don't mean to uh, undermine um, anyone's you know, in intelligence in any way. Of course, it's just you're busy. And so oftentimes that's something that gets set aside or you just wait for whoever's doing your marketing to bring you some results but or bring you some reports. But oftentimes you have to ask for them. But having that on a regular basis and measuring how much you're spending, well, how is it really impacting your referrals and your patients coming through your door and your sales of your services and your products is really so important because it'll show you what's working and what's not. And maybe there's something that you think should be working, but maybe there's a wrong, one of the, the previous four things I addressed aren't being um, shared. Maybe it's the wrong message. Maybe it's not in the right medium where your patients are hanging out. There's so many things that play into it, but measuring a return on investment helps you to tweak your marketing campaigns, get better results, and make sure that you do have a return on investment. So anyhow, those are my five top mistakes I've made of myself. I've learned the hard way. I see practices across the U.S. doing the same thing. Maybe not all five, but at least one of them. So make sure that you are definitely having the right focus, that you have a focus that also relates to the right message that you're sending out, that you do have a call to action, that you're not just totally leaving it up to someone else and not checking in or monitoring the posts that are out there and uh, that sort of thing, ignoring some internal resources and talent that you may have. And then finally, not measuring a true return on investment for your marketing efforts. So I hope this has been helpful. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. If you are not a member of Bariatric Business Boss, please check it out. Go to bariatricbusinessboss.com and at the very least, download a whole bunch of resources I have all set aside and created to help you grow your practice at weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash 
free. So there you have it. Don't make these same mistakes and I will hopefully talk to you soon. Take care.